All right. Welcome to the Live Revolutionary Podcast. And I am your host, Vanessa Cruz. Man, it is so good to be back. So much has happened. You guys, the last time that I let out an episode, I was telling you guys the testimony and I was giving you all the good news that I had just got pregnant and it's been a long time since then. So I'm happy to be relaunching um, with two new exciting things to announce. Well, one, uh, I gave birth to a healthy baby boy by the name of Zachariah Wolfgang Cruz, and he is now five months old. And you guys, he is so cute, beyond cute. And we never knew there was such cuteness in this world. Um, And we never knew a love like this. Um, And and I'll talk more about it some other time. Um, But for today's podcast, it is the start of two new exciting additions to the podcast. And so starting with this episode, you'll be able to watch our podcast on YouTube. All right. So all you have to do is search Live Revolutionary with Vanessa Cruz, and you'll be able to see. So if you usually listen to us on Spotify or Google Play or uh, or Apple Music, I think, um, you'll now be able to see the live version. Um, and so I suggest you do that because then you can see our mannerisms and, you know, you can just be blessed in a different way. Um, And secondly, we have our first guest on the show. And I couldn't think of anybody more awesome, more cute, um, and more intelligent and more wise than my friend, Melody Fabian. And I was trying to think about it, Melo. I can't remember how long we've known each other. And I was thinking like, it has to be at least 10 years because my husband, no, Actually, no, we just made 11 years, the August 14th. So at least 11 years, because I remember that I met you before I was married. What do you think? Yes. Hi. I think we, girl, I'm so bad with this whole years thing. It has to be like more because we we were single. 13 years. Remember we spoke at a retreat together. Yes. You were married. Back in the day. And I was single. Man, the testimony. <laughs> okay, so 15 years. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you guys, uh, my friend Melody deserves her own bio. Um, I just can't wait for our discussion and for you guys to be blessed by her. Um, so here's her official bio. Melody is a lover of Jesus. She is wife to Claude Daniel, also known as CD, and mother yes. to Jael and Maria, testimony with Maria, okay, and has a son in love named Anthony, um, who is Maria's uh, husband. Melody resides in Chicago. Uh, Both of us are Chicago natives. And uh, she resides in Chicago with her family, enjoys pastoring a house church alongside her husband at Cross Culture Church, and Mm -hmm. speaking at Family Life Weekend to Remember Marriage Conferences, man, so good. Melody is the founder and visionary for Warrior Princess Girls. You guys, so much more information to be shared about that. Um, So she hosts an annual girls conference that's reaching moms and daughters of ages five to 18. She is very passionate about connecting women to God and connecting them to each other. So true. Melody also travels all over the U.S. speaking and teaching about faith, love, purity, healthy relationships, and marriage. Listen, you guys, I am not kidding. Melody has a million testimonies, okay? <laughs> and all of them deserve a podcast of their own, okay? I, I mean, 
I could just brag on you, Mello. I could just brag on you forever. But um, other things that there are other topics that I want to bring her in for you guys is um, she is, I would believe, I would even say she is an authority in this field of Mm. marriage and family, purity, love and relationships. Um, She took a seven year vow, right? Yes. The Lord had me be single for seven years on purpose. Girl. Okay. (laughs) In the beginning. Okay. But no, the Holy spirit prompted her. um, You know, I don't want to give up too much of her story because I will have her back here to share. Um, But she took a seven year vow of singleness when she was in her early twenties. 20 years old, right? 20, 20 years old. Okay. And um, aside from that, okay. So she's married now and you guys have got to hear how that story unfolds. And then also she is pregnant right now, which was an eight and a half year prayer. Eight and a half years, guys. And you already know, um, I've shared, you know, a couple of times my story. And so I want to have her back again for that testimony. <laughs> and she is currently five months pregnant now. Yes. And Melly and I believe together um, for for a while. Secretly, we would be yes. praying for each other. And so praying for each other. I'm just, man, so happy and um, praising the Lord for mm. all the goodness and uh, the blessings that you've received and continue to walk in this journey with God since I've known you. Yes. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're doing this. And when you asked me, I was like, of course I am there. (laughs) Man, that's what I love about you, Melody. You always show up. You are always, you are always got to say yes. (laughs) You always say yes your yes is always yes. And amen. When it comes to speaking about the Lord, helping folks, um, you know, navigate their walk with God. And so, um, one thing I love about Melody is her love for God and her faithfulness. Um, Melody, how long would you say that you've been serving God? I know that's a difficult question sometimes. Um, time. So I am 40 now. And I would say I came to know the Lord around 13, 12, 13. So you could do the math. Okay. 27. I'm time. so bad at math. A long time. <laughs> okay. So we're so since you were 13 years old. I got history with God. Yes. yes. And that's why you have so many stories. Yes. Um, and so well. Because of that, and and obviously just because I've been able to be an objective witness to all the blessings in your life and how God has worked faithfully in your life, I thought that you would be the perfect person to come on and tackle this subject. Um, mm-hmm. In my line of work, you, you all know, and, and Melody, you know that I'm a clinical therapist, and I've been picking up, I've been keeping my ears to the ground, and I've been picking up on a pattern lately, um, especially with everything that's been going on in, in, in this year of, I mean, you just, you just don't know what's going on. Right. Um, it's, it's very difficult to plan. And so there's been a lot of disruption rhythms have been disrupted. Um, and I keep hearing people saying, man, I just feel like I'm in a funk. Mm. I feel like I feel stuck, you know, and I don't know how to get 
unstuck. And so some specific things I've been hearing is, I mean, I just feel stuck in my relationship with God. I feel stuck um, in terms of like lack of direction. I feel off rhythm. Um, You know, that, that can feel concerning to people because we think that, you know, we're, the progression of a Christian life is supposed to be, you know, plowing forward and bearing fruit and maturing in Christ. And so it concerns people when they feel like, I don't know. There's a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And so, so yeah, so I, you know, I want you to just speak to this. Have you ever experienced a stuck season? And, you know, what do you think a stuck season represents? Can God use a stuck season? Talk to us, girl, help us Mm. out. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, 2020 has brought all kind of unexpected surprises, um, some that people did not want. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has come with loss, that has come with Mm -hmm. uh, people losing their job, um, that has come with your child is no longer going to school, they're at home. Um, Both spouses are working in the home together. I mean, you want to talk about shaken right we everything's just shaken mm-hmm. up um so stuck feelings come with changes of circumstances because it's like oh i can't do this anymore or i can't work anymore or there's no movement like all my speaking engagements got canceled you know and i'm like what do we do you know so i feel like stuck represents a lot of different things for different people For some, it feels like a desert season, like they're just dry, there's no movement happening in their spirit. Um, You know, we can't go to a physical church building. So that has represented stuck for people where they're not in fellowship, they're not around people, they're not around community. And that can really make people feel disconnected from God. Um, and And then, like you said, there's breakup of routine. And so I think that this is actually a wonderful time to let us know where we're at. Mm -hmm. And being stuck is good because it just goes, okay, you know what? I'm not where I want to be. And that's okay. Um, You know, it's like a stop sign is a stop sign. And then you can go. (laughs) (laughs) So I I just want to give that encouragement, like, man, you might be in a desert, you might feel stuck, you might feel like ain't nothing happening, but you don't have to stay there. Mm. And so um, uh, I think that so it's like, first, you got to acknowledge where you're at. And you have to acknowledge where what is the stuck coming from? Is this my routine is different? Is it um, I've got some sin in my life that I need to cut out because that's why I feel far from God. Mm. Is it, I just haven't been seeking the Lord, you know, is it, um, I have been seeking the Lord and I feel like ain't nothing happening. I'm not hearing nothing, you know? So those are, you have to give like a a self-awareness, like where am I at? Where's God at? That's like the first thing to do because then you can know where to go from there. Um, I have had seasons where I have felt stuck, you know, stuck spiritually, stuck even just like ministerially. Um, I know even in the beginning where things were being canceled and my schedule's being switched up and my daughter's at home, it's homeschooling and 
my husband's trying to work in one room and I'm trying to work in another. And I'm like, and I felt um, off, you know, like I feel off. And then I'm like, do I do Warrior Princess Conference? Like, is it canceled? You know, like, God, I feel stuck. What do I do? You know, and I'll always go back. I remember uh, my freshman year at Moody Bible Institute, Bible College, zealous for Christ, want to make a difference, want to change the world, you know, and um I don't even know if a professor recommended it or how I got the book, but um, they said, if you want to grow in God, this is your secret, you know, and it was um, Secret of the Vine. I got the author's name. I'm terrible with names. Mm. And it's a little book. It's so good. It's a little book. And I remember reading that thing and my motives were a little more... want to be influential I want to be powerful I want to do great things for God but the book was abide John 15 do you want to know the secret abide do you want to know the secret of much fruit abide what does abide mean to stay to uh get in with God to um I like to say with our our young people they abide with their music right it's in their ear all the time like it's you're 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 not spending time with God in the morning. You're you're with Him all day. Like it's practicing His presence all day while you're doing dishes, while you're changing the diaper, while you're tr- driving your truck, while you're working. You know. And um, as a college student, I'm like, abide. Okay. Like I have to be listening to the Word of God, worshiping God being in his presence, being in his word, spending time with him. And we have to picture it like, even though you may not be feeling something in the moment, you're like putting water in a well, Mm. almost like a reservoir, you know, so that when you're out of that unstuck time, when you're out of that desert, there's just a well you've been building up that you're able to drink from. Mm. And um, I'll never forget that. And that, like, it, it's it's a powerful book because it goes into, like, um, you know, when uh, people have uh, vineyards, there's a gardener, and Jesus is the gardener, and he will see fruit that's not, uh, branches that are not bearing fruit, mm-hmm. branches that are not connected to the vine, so we need to be connected to the Lord, connected to the Holy Spirit, he'll cut them off. And then there's vines that actually have fruit but not a lot and he'll still cut it and I remember that one was hard for me I was like why are you cutting good fruit oh god there's like a couple little nice grapes you know and it's like yeah but it's not bearing all that it can and so sometimes God will have you cut good things so that you can bear much fruit Mm. and he'll have you say a holy anointed no so that you can spend more time with him and he'll have you cut things out of your life, you know? Um, Francis Chan, I love Francis Chan. He he says this story that like, oh, he'd be like, ka, ka, ka. he'd be cutting you. <laughs> Always, he's like, you know, I don't have a Twitter. 
I don't have any social media. He always talks with his hands, right? Yes. And this lady comes up to me and she's like, your social media is blessing my life. <laughs> and he's like, really? Because I don't have anything. I don't have any social media. And she's like, what? And he goes, but isn't that funny that here somebody is, is being blessed by me, but I'm not even behind it. Mm. How many of us are doing things for God and he's not even behind it? Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did God tell you to write that book? Did God tell you to do that conference? Did God tell you to whatever? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And he just talked about like people prefer Francis Chan, hearing from Francis Chan more than hearing from the Lord themselves. And he's like, I, I don't want to do anything without God's presence. Yeah. Like if you don't go with me, I don't want it. I don't want it. And so if you just have that mentality, you can get unstuck. <laughs> and again, I think there's seasons, there's seasons sometimes that God will let you feel stuck so that you will just seek him and seek him and seek him until you find him mm. because he will be found. He says, if you seek me, you will find me. Yes. But I think um, we've just lost that art of tearing in the Lord, fighting in the Lord, mm. like pressing in the Lord. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit of, um a little bit more about that, um, right? He rewards those who diligently seek Yes. Him, right? Mm -hmm. um, and for those who were wondering about that book, the book is Secrets of the Vine, Breaking Through to Abundance by Bruce Wilkinson. Is that the one? Yes, yes, that's the one. Green book, I see it. Um, looks like it's, you know, five bucks, six bucks. Yeah, um, get good you little book. Um, <laughs> and so, I mean, I'm going to get the book myself. And yeah. so, so what I'm hearing from you so far is to practice awareness. So I'm hearing is, okay, it's one thing to acknowledge that you're being stuck, right? Right, but there's right. This, like, there's like an assessment portion. That yes. Goes, right? You want to figure out like, but why do I feel stuck? It's not, right. not the cause. It doesn't it, it isn't always the same, okay? No. Now, for some of us, um, maybe finding the root to yes. the symptom of feeling stuck, it, it might be um, very clear. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not spending time with God or it's because I'm speaking to this, but I'm doing things that I know I ought not to do. Um, it yeah. is the will of God, or, you know, it's against the word of God, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, but for those who feel like it, it, they're in a cloud and they can't mm. out what's yeah. going on you know uh, some people call it the dark night of the soul some people call it like a desert season but you mentioned something very important you said um sometimes we need to enter into a season of just like crying out to the lord tearing in the lord and you said that mm -hmm. it's art and i agree with you on, yeah um i think yeah. you know the ministry that you, my husband and i came up under um you know we know that no church is perfect right but there were some right. elements that were um, some elements, principles, and practices that were so that are still so fundamental in our yes. 
with God, especially this this art of tearing before tarrying before the Lord, yeah. crying yeah. out, um, travailing in prayer. Can you speak yes. a bit more about that? What does that look like if you were to yeah. t- disciple somebody in that? Yeah, the Bible says to uh, ask, seek, knock. And he will not withhold his Holy Spirit from you. Like, ask, seek, knock. So what does that look like practically? Okay, so recently my husband had a dream that we were going to host a prayer meeting in the dream. um, But we weren't ready to host people for the prayer meeting. And he woke up so like burdened. He was like, oh, I hated that feeling, babe. Like people were coming over and we weren't ready. And we're like... Mm-hmm. getting ready while people are there. And he said, I think we need to set a time to pray. And I'm, like, we spend time with the Lord daily, but he was like, no, every Friday night, and this is what we've been doing in our backyard. We're going to receive God from seven to nine. Yo, that's hard sometimes, dude, it's Friday. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired. You know, it's cute idea. But then when it comes to Friday, like today is Friday. I'm like, oh, we got prayer tonight. But then after we spend that time, it's so good, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think getting back to that old school appointment with the Lord, you know what I mean? Just like, I'm going to pray from this time to this time. Now, if you're like, oh my God, I can't do that 5 a.m. prayer. That's okay. You get there. But you could do seven o'clock at night. You could do Whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it's just that practical appointment. The way you would set an appointment for work, the way you set an appointment for your, your TV show that's coming on, mm-hmm. setting that appointment with the Lord and not breaking it. So consistency, I think, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing is worship is a weapon. And um, worship... And, and, and singing praises to the Lord in the spirit keeps you tender. Mm. So if you're feeling that hard, like, oh, you've got to play music that draws you near to the Lord. Mm. I think about, you know, my brother was in football back in the day and they would put music to like rev up, you know, like, ah, get in the game, you know, mm-hmm. you go to a massage to relax you've got music, you know, mm-hmm. you want to be romantic, you set the, the ambiance. And um, I think we forget that, like, you just do the same thing with the Lord, like, set the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. get a room in your house. I remember, you know, back in the day when I was serving the Lord, and nobody in my house was serving the Lord, mm-hmm. in my mom's house back in the day. And as a teenager, I would pray in the bathroom. <laughs> be like hey my god he's watching because i'm gonna be in here for like a half hour you know and i would spend time with god in the bathroom you know so it's like you gotta do it like like well what do we do do it yeah. <laughs> we do yeah. pray so practically what does that look like music worship music you got youtube have your bible ready and then i love journaling yeah okay um, I know sometimes for some people, journaling is hard, mm-hmm. but this is your history with God. So I've been journaling since the age of 14. I'm 40 years old. I've got, 
I don't know how many journals, I don't know, 70 or something. And I write the date and I say, dear Lord. And I just start praying. Yeah. You know, you, you think about the, the, our father, hallowed be your name. Start with worshiping him. Yeah. You're good, God. I worship you. I feel stuck, God. I love you though, but I, you know, and then, um, I'll be that name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Your will be done, God. Your kingdom. What's what's your kingdom about right now? What are you saying, God? You know, um, and so even like with this warrior princess thing, mm-hmm. he he had me start listening to sermons. One was by Miles Monroe that turn your crisis into opportunity. Mm-hmm. He said in China they don't have even a word for crisis. It's opportunity. It's like okay, what, there's something happening. This is an opportunity. And it like shifted my mind, like, huh? So what's the opportunity here? I have the opportunity to reach moms in their homes, to reach little girls in their homes. Like, why don't we do a video? Why don't we do a box? Kids love boxes. You know, and the Lord started giving me strategy through prayer. Mm. And, uh, and then we had like, with moms and daughters, over 500 people registered. Incredible. 21 states. I was just like, what are you doing, Jesus? But even in it, right? I'm praying. I'm seeking the Lord. The Lord's blessing it. 500 people. I still, even within it, about three weeks ago, felt, um, I don't know. I couldn't put my finger on it. Like, oh, I feel weird. And I felt, I need to give. I think sometimes what breaks stuckness too is getting out of yourself. Mm. And I said, you know what? I want to bless like two or three moms with a box and and I want to give it to them, you know? And so I'm like on Facebook, like anybody in a hospital and they're like, Oh, you can't drop off boxes in a hospital because of COVID. And I'm like, Oh man. But then two moms reached out to me and said, Hey, my daughter's sick. And one mom was like, Hey, I'm fighting cancer. I went to her house and I brought her a box and prayed over her. And we're not meant to be, um, I'm going to say this two ways, because sometimes people hear what I'm not saying, and I don't want you to hear what I'm not saying. Okay. We rest in the Lord, mm-hmm. but we're not meant to be stagnant waters. Mm-hmm. So yes, we rest in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And from rest, we work. Yes. We don't work to rest right our american church we we work and then we rest no we need to rest in the lord and then we go work right it's the difference between floating and floating in the lord and just falling to the ground like thinking okay rest yes like floating there's still yes with god right still requires faith um and you're just flowing with God. Yes. Flowing with the Lord. Yeah. Um, but we're not meant to be stagnant. Mm-hmm. And when water doesn't move, it just gets nasty. Mm-hmm. Right. And so movement is feed the poor, <laughs> visit, visit those in prison, take care of people, pray for people. You got to get out of yourself. Yeah. If you're all oh, my circumstances, my situation, and blood, and just feed. Go, I gotta go bless somebody. I can go help somebody. Yeah, that's so good. So what I'm hearing is language, the language that you apply to your situation makes 
a big deal. So if you keep perception, I'm stuck, I'm stuck instead of, okay, well, I, I can't discern right now what I'm going through. I'm going to continue to press and do what I know that the word suggest, not suggests, but commands that we do. Yes. Yes. And in that time and in doing so, you might just end up unstuck. Yeah. And I did. Mm -hmm. I was like, that whole, I don't even know what it was, (laughs) Mm -hmm. was just gone, you know? And, um, and there's just different times I felt in different ways. I've had breakthrough through worship. I've had breakthrough through prayer. I've had, I'm not moving this from the seat until I have some breakthrough. And that's hard as a mom, right? You're not going to be like, sorry, honey, I can't cook. Mm -hmm. I'm Bob. (laughs) I'm breaking through. Yeah, you can do that for about a day, but then you're going to have to wake up early or stay up late and pray and seek the Lord. I have a single mom um, or discipling who she's like, girl, God waking me up at 430. You know, she's like, but it's awesome because 430 to seven, no one's bothering me. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's great. I'm not there because I am super pregnant and super tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my time right now. Yeah. There's something to be said about making intentional time for the Lord. There is. Yep. You have to make it, mm-hmm. whether it's from 10 a.m. to 12, mm-hmm. 7 p.m. to 9, you know, yeah, making that intentional time yeah. um, is important. Even we had invited a friend and she, to our prayer meeting, our backyard prayer meeting, she was, man, I'm so convicted. And I'm like, about what? She's like, all I do is pray for myself. Mm. You know, I'm praying about my future husband and my future house and my car and my education and this. And y'all are praying for like ending human trafficking and like the nations and praying like to end violence in Chicago. And like, I don't know. I haven't even prayed about these things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so a lot of it too is where are your eyes? Mm -hmm. Our eyes need to gaze into Jesus's eyes. We need to respond to the Lord and then respond to the, the the things of this world. Mm -hmm. But I think the church is responding to the world, responding to politics, responding to what's happening, responding to the violence. And yes, we are to do things. We are, his ambassadors Mm -hmm. but you've got to respond to him look to him look in his eyes and he will guide you yeah okay this is what you're going to work on because you get real overwhelmed there's a lot happening all over the world right now Mm -hmm. you're like do i help beirut Mm -hmm. do i help (laughs) you know in in yeah yeah because that's what your focus is on right but when we focus on the author and the perfecter of our faith, we also might find that we get unstuck because yes. there's, there's so many issues, especially today with, you know, um, having access with social media, Oh my goodness! Yes. Of platforms, they're all vying for your attention and yes. you might find that you get obsessed with certain topics that yes. whatever you find interesting, or I don't know, there's a form of, sometimes I feel like there's a form of like, 
a sense of like gossip. Like it's kind of, oh, what's the new news about this thing? It's yeah, kind of yeah. That draws you in. You might find that you get stuck in that. So that's what I'm hearing too is like, mm-hmm. so, so how, how are you talking to yourself about that season of stuckness, right? What's right. the language that you're giving to it? And also what are you focusing on during yes. the season of being stuck? Right, exactly. And so, um, because I get overwhelmed, I think, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do this? You know, like I start to feel like, what am I supposed to be doing, God? And um, that's when I go, I got to get with the Lord. I got to get with the Lord. Because there were times Jesus is on a boat and it's going crazy and he's sleeping. Come on. And that's the most godly thing to do at the moment. And they're like, oh, Lord, do you want us to die? Like the question they ask is pretty audacious. Do you see what is happening to us, Jesus? Like you're like, trying to check Jesus right now. <laughs> right. And he wakes up like, chill, be still. Why y'all tripping? Right. You on the boat with me? Why are you crying? Like, what's wrong with you? You with little faith. Right. So there's times where the world is going crazy. COVID, Black Lives Matter. There's violence. They're looting. You know, mm-hmm. the politics. Who's going to win in November? Uh, you know, all this stuff we have to do. And it's like, he might be like, I just want you to rest in me right now. Mm. I don't even want you to do anything. You know, because some of us are like doing stuff and God's not blessing it. And then we're like, Lord, why are you not blessing it? He said, I never asked you to do that. And he is not entitled to finish anything he didn't start. Yeah. So you like, you can do that if you want. It's cute, but I never asked you to do that. So we have to be like, and I do want to be careful too, because then people get into the super like, do you want me to wear this shirt, Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, like we gotta be careful because then some people swing all the way to God is not a micromanager. They do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm waiting for God to tell me, you know, if I should look. Somebody needs food and you're driving and you got five bucks. Give me five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like let's not let's let's not make it too. You know, yeah, we can get unpractical. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So good. Um, is there any, um, thank you for sharing all of that. Is there anything, any one verse that you would suggest that somebody focus on in a season when they're feeling stuck? You know, when I was praying for this time, um, Matthew 25, mm-hmm. it's not one, it's a whole passage, but mm-hmm. Matthew 25, the parable of the 10 virgins, um, mm-hmm. It says, then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids, 10 virgins who took their lamps and went to meet with the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. And I believe that this is a time where we need to exercise wisdom. And so uh, Ephesians is another great book for the season. For the times are evil. Therefore, be wise about how you spend your time. The five who were foolish didn't take enough olive oil for their lamps. But the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all were drowsy and they all fell asleep. So they're all asleep 
while the Lord is tearing, he's not there yet. But, but, but five of them got extra oil. Okay. And at midnight, they were roused by the shout, look, the bridegroom is coming, come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, hey, give me some of your oil. <laughs> Please give me some of your oil because our lamps are going out. Mm. But the others replied, we don't have enough for all of us. Mm -hmm. No, go to the shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. And then those who were ready, those who were ready, went in to be with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five, five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside saying, Lord, Lord, open the door. Open the door for us. But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. So you must too keep watch for you do not know the day nor the hour of my return. Mm -hmm. um, this verse, you know, people are like, what's the oil? What's the lamp? You know, um, I believe that the oil represents your intimacy with the Lord, mm -hmm. your time with the Lord, that being filled with the Holy Spirit it's your um, oil and your lamp is that influence that you have for the Lord, your relationship with God. You've got to keep filling it and you have to have extra. You have to have enough and you can't get it from other people. Mm -hmm. You know, we have these little impartation services. You're like, lay hands on me. I'm sorry, boo, boo I can't give you my oil. <laughs> you need your own oil. <laughs> you need your own history with God. Yeah. You need your own time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You need your own testimonies with God. You can't be living off your parents' testimonies, your grandma's testimonies. You need your own, yeah. you know? And so may we be wise to fill up our oil. 2020, we're being shaken. This mm -hmm. ain't nothing from what's to come. Mm -hmm. Like we're, we're not being persecuted. We're not like being killed for, for Christ. We're, we're nowhere near what could happen. Yeah. And if we're already like, I don't know where I am with Jesus. We got to get ready. We got to get unstuck and get filled with the spirit mm -hmm. and get our oils, extra oil. Right. On our own with God. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, there's just nothing like it. You yeah. know, there's nothing like having those encounters with the Lord. Yeah. We got to fill up and we got to keep watch. Those are the two things that sort of yes. stick out to me is even no matter how you feel in the season, right? The word is saying, Hey, no matter how you, there was no discussion about how you felt it with the virgins. We don't know how the virgins, right. <laughs> right? right? We just know that no matter how they were feeling in that moment, whether they were, I mean, obviously we do know that some were tired. Um, yes because they done fell asleep um, and yeah. that's what it came, right? And so no matter how you're feeling, continue to fill up by seeking him, yeah. by having that intentional time, right? And keeping watch, um, which is yes. a form of, of prayer, it sounds like. To yes. Me. So that's what I'm Prayer and, and even um, fasting, we've lost oh, fasting. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I want to say this too. Uh, Michael Dow has a great book on fasting and he talks about, I'm not saying fasting social media. It's, a, it's good to fast social media, but that's not a fast. There's something about not eating food. 
when you don't eat food, oh, your body feels it. And you know, I know some people have health issues and like, oh, well, I can't. Girl, you can fast sugar. <laughs> you can fast some bread. <laughs> you know, I'm pregnant. And so I was like, God, I want to fast for Warrior Princess. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord directed me to certain items that I really like. I don't want you to eat those for a whole month. I'm like, ah, you know? And every time I went to reach for, I'm like, can you say a prayer? All for you. Okay. Melody, thank you so much for your insight. Thank you. Um, um, and just, just for the time that it took for you to, to think on these things and seek the Lord on these things. Um, if somebody wanted to follow you and get to know a little bit more about you, where can they go? Where can they follow you? What platforms are you on? Yeah, I think my main platform that I enjoy is Instagram. So at Melody Fabian. Um, We'll have that. We'll link that to the in the show notes. Yes. And then on YouTube, my husband and I have a YouTube channel, CD and Melody Fabian. So you can check us out. Those are our main platforms. Sometimes I'm on Facebook, but mainly there. And then I have um, uh, at Warrior Princess Girls is our mother daughter ministry. Um, And our website is cdandmelody.com. Yeah, cdandmelody.com. You guys hear that? And is there a way to sign up for your newsletters on that website? I believe, I haven't done this in a while, but mm-hmm. all the way at the bottom of the website, you can go there. And okay. I think it says subscribe. Yeah. Um, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Wonderful. And if somebody wanted to bless you, like if they were just extremely blessed by the podcast, where could they go to bless you? I received that. Uh, <laughs> CD, CDMelody.com, click donate. Uh-huh. The the link will take you to our um, our ministry that covers us, Fire International. Mm-hmm. And they can become a monthly partner. Some people give to us, you know, 25 a month or more. Yeah. Um, and Or they could give a one-time gift. Okay. And that will bless us in this season. Absolutely. We got to support our urban missionaries. Thank you. Yes. Of course. Melody. Girl, you know, I love you. Thank I love you, you for girl. Your time, and um, we'll talk soon. Yes, we will. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that's all for now. If you've enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, click donate at vanessacruz.com. Your donation helps develop content that sets captives free. And remember to think, feel, and live revolutionary.